Welcome everybody to another episode of This Xbox Life. We are in episode on, episode 410, Have You Been Dishonored 2? Uh, I am Brian BJ Swick 33 along with me is Rob, also known as Presar. Hey, what's up everybody? Hello, hello, hello. Uh, Mark, also known as Wingman709. Yeah, hello everybody. And special guest, Jason, also known as Democulus. Hello, long time. Oh yeah. So it's been it's been quite some time since we've had Jason on the show. So but I was the last checking. time he was on, I used to call him Demonic, I believe. Yeah, <laughs> no, that was the first time. <laughs> uh, I was looking earlier. I think the last time I was on was like two, two and a half years ago. I think it's been a while. Yes, it has. But you are on here because you are a patron of the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Um, you are in that tier where you get to come and hang out. And so we're going to let you go through all the, all the topics and uh, we'll see everybody next week. So take it away, Jason. <laughs> so now, uh, we start, uh, we have our show every Sunday um, between 10 and 1030 Eastern time on twitch.tv slash this Xbox life. And uh, then we wrap it up or Rob wraps it in a nice little package with a beautiful bow and pushes it out to the interwebs where you guys can download it. You typically on Monday and listen to it while you drive yourself to and from work. And uh, so you can keep your mind off traffic. So I know that's what I do with podcasts. But all right. So what's everybody been playing? Jason, why you won't you go first? What have you been playing this week? Uh, I'm actually going a little old school. I've actually been playing on my Xbox 360 some. Still chugging along here. Um, I uh, have been on a Batman kick for some reason lately. I uh, this week sat down and played the uh, the Batman Arkham Origins Blackgate that was originally on PlayStation Vita and 3DS, but the digital release on 360. And uh, sat down and played and enjoyed it. Peter, I think is right under 10 hours. It said, and uh, I enjoyed it. To kind of the old the Shadow Complex 2.5D. Side scrolling with some 3D elements in it. Uh, enjoyed it, and then uh, I picked up the uh, Batman Telltale series on both Xbox One and 360. But uh, I started the 360 version first since I w- was doing that. And then I've also been playing Batman Return to Arkham on uh, Xbox One. And uh, I had posted on Facebook that as like I was playing all three of those this week, and then my wife and I were catching up on Gotham at the same time. Been uh, binge watching on. Uh, was it Hulu? I think it was on. We were watching it on, and it's like wow. But uh, on that, I've been uh, that's been it for this week. I'm just looking forward to all the new releases, uh, like everybody else. But I got a little bit of Titanfall in, but that's I haven't got a whole lot done on that yet to really talk about it. I know Mark flew through it, but uh, on that, that's it, man. Just been on a Batman kick. Well, you said earlier to me you were about three hours in, so you're almost done yourselves. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I think it's. I'm pretty sure it's like five, six hour campaign, so okay. not long, but uh, not not short. It's. I think it's a really good amount of time. So, uh, it's really good. So definitely, hopefully, you'll have uh, some time to finish that one up. I think you'll really like it. Great, great yeah. campaign. No. Who's next? <laughs> Who's next? Uh, Rob, won't you go ahead and go? Sure. So I just played a little bit more of uh, Gears of War original and uh, some rocket league not a whole lot of action this week that's it for me mark 
All right. Well, I played uh, some Battlefield 1, I think. I can't remember. I, I think I did. <clears throat> that might have been the end of last week. I don't know. But um, I do want to play it again because, I, I real quick, I want to update people. I haven't confirmed this with Battlefield 1, but you guys heard me talk last week that it was choppy. It was even the campaign was like a slideshow. It was unplayable. Um, that I, I didn't, I've not had a problem with Gears. I did not have a problem with Titanfall 2. I had a problem with Battlefield 1 and also Call of Duty. So I was like, all right, this is like two games, super choppy, unplayable. So what I did was I changed, um, moved the games over to my internal drive and immediately confirmed that that resolved the problem with Call of Duty. So I'm going to, uh, I wanted to test Battlefield. I didn't get a chance to get back to it, but I would imagine that Battlefield 1 will work as well now without all the chop in the slideshow. And so I am looking forward to actually going and trying another campaign mission. Uh, might help my enjoyment of it a little bit more if um, if it actually works. <laughs> so uh, looks like there may have been a hard drive issue. So, uh, But I did play Titanfall 2, played quite a bit of that this week. Um, I love it. I, I absolutely love this game. This is so much fun. Um, and for some reason, even though I said I wasn't going to, uh, this last Wednesday, I pulled the trigger and bought Call of Duty Infinite Warfare with the Modern Warfare pack. I don't know why. I really don't. I, I People have asked me this weekend when they saw me playing, they're like, I thought you weren't getting that. And I'm like, I wasn't. Like, <laughs> like Why'd everything. you get it? And I'm like, I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> so you're the problem. <laughs> I, you know, I'm, just, I think, I'm kidding. <laughs> I really I don't know why. I really don't. It's, I don't know if it was just one of those, I just feel like I need to buy something, or I, I feel like loyalty to the brand because I've owned every Call of Duty game ever, that I just, you know, the last one, I didn't buy it when it came out. Somewhere along the line, I got bored and must have bought it because I don't even remember buying the last one. But, you know, and I never finished the campaign because I didn't like it at all, and I never played the multiplayer. So it was I'm like, why am I spending all this money on this game when I probably won't finish it i might i probably might finish this campaign on infant warfare um i'm not really sure i don't really have again it's like people are raving about it and it's getting really good reviews but i'm just like eh you know it i don't know it's it is different than other call of duties and it's you spend a lot of time flying around in your jackal but um so i think i might be able to get through this one there might be a little bit more to it um, Brown and I played some of the um, multiplayer on it the other day, um, and it was different. But here's the weird thing, and I was telling this to Brown. Call of Duty has always been fast-paced multiplayer gaming, right? We can all agree on that. Yep. Okay. I couldn't help but feel like I was walking in Call of Duty multiplayer and the only thing I can contribute to is that Titanfall is so fast that Call of Duty now feels really slow. It was weird. I was like, I'm like, and even Brun was saying, yeah, I'm sprinting, but I don't feel like I am. It feels like I'm walking. And I had the same feeling. I'm like, and, and, and they have the wall running and the, and the sliding, but it, I had a hard time getting the slide to work. Mm-hmm. where in Titanfall 2 is just like boom it's just like you hit it and it's just like you, your guy starts sliding and it's so much more fluid 
Titanfall 2's movement, I think, it, Call of Duty to me has always been like the best movement, character movement. Everything works well. It's like it's like you you feel like you have control of the character. Other games, I've always felt like you don't. Like you're kind of there's like a separation or a lag or just you know just it doesn't quite feel right to me. Call of Duty's always felt great, and Titanfall is even up to that. It, it's just amazing, um, and I can't believe how slow COD felt. And then I went and played a multiplayer match of Modern Warfare, and I was like. Wow, this is even slower. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't believe how slow that game felt and how awkward the the movement of like your care I felt more of like, you know, like when you turn you're kind of like, you know, almost like your whole body is <laughs> shifting, you know, like everything's slow. It's not like the quick pace that we've gotten so used to. And I and I I mean I loved Modern Warfare's multiplayer back in the day, and it's just weird to go back and revisit it. Um, I want to go back and play some more maps, but what I want to do is I would like to get like a community night. So I would like to find out who else out there in the community has Modern Warfare, um, and and maybe let's see if we can get a, a, an FNL going and just go in and and have some fun, see all the maps. When the first map came up, well, I only played one round, um, but I was like, "What is this map? I don't remember it." The you know until until it started. And then as I was running through it, I was like, okay, I don't recognize this. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, I know what map this is. And then it was just like, I started smiling and grinning and I was, you know, I was getting destroyed and I didn't care because I was just like, it felt good to be back in your old stomping grounds. You know, that's, it was just like really cool. So I'd like to get a group uh, together and maybe just do a private match um, and play some modern warfare multiplayer just to have fun. Um, and then lastly, I, I don't I don't know why I tried it. I guess I was just kind of I'm checking out the new Call of Duty. I went in to play the zombie mode, and I've never been a zombie fan. I've never been a, a fan of zombies in Call of Duty. I've never liked it. Um, there's something different about this one. I found myself playing quite a bit. <laughs> I actually I actually like it, um, and I'm not really sure why, but it's just. You're 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 like back in the '80s, and you're running through this like uh, amusement park, and there's something about it that I really enjoy. And again, I need some people from the community that will actually help me figure out what I'm supposed to do, and will actually want to work together because all the randoms just kind of go and do their own thing. I watch people walk past me, not even reviving me um, when there's no zombies around. It's just like, dude, I'm right here. Pick me up. Um, you're not you're not going to win unless you have your whole team. So um, if you're out there and you've got it and you want to play that Spaceland Zombies in the new Call of Duty, I will absolutely play it. It was something about it was neat. I, I like the amusement park. It's really funny. Um, you got these clowns that come out, these zombie clowns that come running at you and explode, and just some crazy stuff in there that just makes me kind of chuckle. Um, and I still I and I think I think David Hasselhoff. I swear it's him. Maybe it is. And I think. Now that I think about it, I think he was uh, actually one of the characters in it. I found him. He's like a DJ <laughs> in the amusement park. You can walk up and talk to him. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, um, you know, COD. It just was interesting how much slower it felt to me. But um, I'll report back more when I do plan to play the Modern Warfare campaign uh, to see how that is. I want to relive that again. Um, and I'm going to work on playing the Infinite Warfare campaign all the way through as well. So. That's what I've been doing this week. All right. Um, 
Mark, it's funny when you were talking about like you had got the smile on your face when you went back back to play Modern Warfare and stuff, and then kind of your comment of like you don't know why you bought it. It's it's yeah. almost it's probably it's probably you're you're hoping that finally this year is the year where it pulls you back in and you can smile and have fun like that again. Um, because to me, it's always like, I've always kind of waited. Like I loved modern warfare. I played a lot of modern warfare too, even with all the hacking and, you know, stuff like that, that was going on. Um, but then after that, it was just like downhill for me personally. Um, and I'm always looking for that. When's that one Call of Duty going to come out that, that, you know, that's going to bring me back in. And, and this year it did come out. This year was the year where I feel like I'm back at playing Modern Warfare and I have an awesome Call of Duty experience. Unfortunately, it's called Titanfall 2. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, like, you know, I played Titanfall 2. Great game. I don't know why people keep talking about, like, sales of the game or something. People go out and buy Titanfall 2. Do not wait to buy freaking Titanfall awesome. 2. It is freaking awesome. It man. is a great game. Um, it is fast. I mean, we had fun uh, playing it uh, Saturday night. Um, and then like Mark said, I did go in and play Call of Duty. It does feel slow. It, it, it and th- I don't think there was any, like I had, it took a couple matches. We played what, four or five rounds. I think it took a couple rounds for us to, I think, get into it. Um, but I was surprised we were in this one where I think we were in, we were in space because when you died, your body started to float. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. We were like in a space station. Yeah. I something. found it weird that in Call of Duty, People were just standing still in a hallway. Like people weren't running around, people weren't moving. It wasn't fast paced, close quarters. It was let me sit behind this box. Like like maybe it's poor map design or something on their part. Um, well, you could get around. You could, but it I was, was just trying surprising. to find my way around. Yeah, yeah. Remember the, the maps are. <gasps> excuse me. The maps are new. People are trying to figure them out. I know what you're saying. Yeah, but I'm gonna chalk some of it up. Like myself, at first, I just kept going to the same spot right? because I didn't know where to go. And finally, I got tired of getting killed at that spot and making no progress. I'm like, okay, there's got to be another way yeah. around. And I did find it, and I rocked up to it. And I, I should have walked up and meleeed the guy because he was just laying there on the ground. But no, I shot him. Just but. Yeah. So, so yeah, it does, feel, it does feel a lot slower than Titanfall. Uh, if anybody has the game and you go play Titanfall, go play... It, you'll you'll find like I start running, you know, I plus I clicked in to run and I felt like I was just doing like a, a Titanfall walk was there running. Um the funny thing is like, you know, I coach uh bitty league football and when it comes to the end of the practice it's it's time for conditioning. And it, it's that point where the kids you can tell who aren't running hard, but they want to make you think that they're running hard, so their head bounces side to side, and their shoulders are getting more into it side to side, yeah, to make it feel like I'm running so fast my head is bobbling off my shoulders, you know, type of thing, to try to fool you (laughs) into it. That is what what Call of Duty's running feels like to me. It's like you press the button and your gun bobs up and down further. (laughs) Almost like, yes, you're running now. (laughs) It's like, no, no, I'm not. I'm not running. I'm, you know, 
walking, I might as well be checking my pulse and looking at my watch to see if my heart rate's going up any. Um, but there was that. And the other thing I didn't like, and, and Modern Warfare has always had great matchmaking. Um, and But I, I don't think there was anybody in our group, but it's like we got stuck. We're, we're level ones, and we get stuck with like a level 43, a level 40-something. And they got these guns when you watch their kill cam. It's like, pew, 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 you're dead. And you're like unloading a clip into them. And there's just no way, you know, the guy's like, goes like 38 and 4. And you're like 5 and 17. And it's like, oh, yeah, awesome. You know, they're yeah, but, all like. But you know, that that is a, that's not against Call of Duty, though. I got I to gotta, I gotta stand in and kind of defend it. Not, not defending Call of Duty, but just say that that's the same with Battlefield. Titanfall, Gears of War, any any multiplayer online shooter you get nowadays, you you rank up, you get better gear, you get this stuff. So, mm-hmm. well, that is kind of the nature of the multiplayer shooter world. With with Titan, but it does suck. This was what Saturday, yeah, twenty four hours. I was teaching. I was like, well, Brian, it's been almost forty eight hours. Why wouldn't someone be almost a level fifty? <laughs> you know, yeah, it was, it, it, yeah, it 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 sucks. For people that are just, okay, the first weekend, I'm just getting in, I want to find out, and they get annihilated by some guy that has no life. Right. Um, you know, we've already seen people gend up multiple times in Titanfall. I was like, what? What? We saw that again within like four days of the game being out. Someone was already a Gen 2. I was like, what are you doing? You know, I'm like, school's in session. People are should be working. I mean, what are these people doing that they've got that much time? <laughs> Yeah. That you know, so either they're cheating somehow or or they just don't have a life. Um so Yeah, there I don't know. there there was a glitch on something. Somebody was trying to figure it out how to get like double happy hours or happy hours like for all t- like for 24 hours or something like that and they ginned up a bunch. And and when you party up like so what I mean by matchmaking though and I understand what you mean. It's like, I understood if when we were playing Titanfall, we had uh, somebody who was a, a pro level, like in their 40s. A couple guys were in their 30s. I was like 15. And we were getting put against people who were 20s and 30s and 40s and, and stuff like that. I thought it was awkward that you and I, we were both level ones. We were only in a party and we couldn't get matched up with somebody you know, maybe within the top 10, you know, ranks instead of popping in and yeah. being, you know, because then we thought it was funny when they broken up the teams. It was you and I, one and one, a level seven, a level nine, and something else against the 40, 30, 30, 20. And I was just like, what, 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 what's, and, what and, is, what yeah. is this? <laughs> yeah, that, it was weird. It, it was, and that does kind of, Camper or anybody's enjoyment of jumping yeah. into a multiplayer game when you get destroyed. Yeah. But right that was the, the first gate. round, and we stuck into it and played. Yeah, played it. I I, I, I agree. We with, knew we were going to die. <laughs> yeah, I agree with FNL. I think we should do a Call of Duty FNL. I mean, play. I mean, let's let's play the game. I mean, there's no big. I'm, 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 I'm not knocking warfare, it. Though. Huh? I want a modern warfare night. Well, that's fine. <laughs> I'm cool with that. I, I want to relive some of those those maps and. Yeah. Just, just have a good time. And I don't have anything bad to say about it. I, I was just pinpointing some of the things of like, 
I, I would see people maybe having frustrations. I mean, I'm not bad talking it. I, I, I don't even... There's... It does not bother me that the game is out or, you know, I'm not against it in any way. I just know if I am going to play a multiplayer shooter right now, you know, it would be Titanfall 2 or Battlefield 1. So, um, but uh, outside of Call of Duty and outside of Titanfall 2, I played Battlefield 1. So. And uh, that's really all I've done this week. So, Cool. All right. All right. Anything else before we move on? Nope. No. All right. Uh, if anybody wants to be just like Democulus here and become a patron of the show, you can go to Patreon. Uh, you can go to thisxboxlife.com slash Patreon or patreon.com slash thisxboxlife. Either way, we'll get you there. Uh, sign up, and it is a monthly, monthly thing. And uh, if you hit the tier, you can be on the show with us. Hang out and talk about how much I am your favorite host. Um, or, <laughs> or if monthly thing is not, you know, a monthly... Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. All right. This is something we've always had. We, we used to, back in the day when bring people on, he'd always ask this question. So, come on, Jason. Who is your favorite host? Yeah. <laughs> of course, it's you, Mark. If I remember, people can go check the tape on that. You know, I believe I said Mark. Yeah, so... <laughs> that's why I brought them back on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't have a lot of people on fake piece. I got to bring those few that do and just have it repeat. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, my numbers. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, if Patreon is not your thing uh, and you want to drop a tip, uh, you can go to thisxboxlife.com uh, slash donate and uh, you'll be taken to our Muxy page where you can uh, send us a tip and uh, it's a one time thing. So, we do greatly appreciate it, Democulus, for for supporting the show. It's it's awesome and uh, never expected, but always appreciated. You're and welcome. For, and for everybody out there that's uh, has sent us tips, awesome. Um, all right, into the round. Whoops, hit the wrong button. Uh oh. <laughs> I've I've done this before. I swear. Uh, <laughs> so round table topics. Uh, we got you know. About eight topics here, and then, uh, you know, anything, if Jason has any certain things he wants to discuss uh, for his show, then we can do that. Um, we already kind of talked about Call of Duty, so I'm going to skip number one. Uh, unless you had anything else you wanted to add, Mark, I think we both talked about it. Uh, so. No, I yeah, I think we yeah, I think covered everything already. All right. Unless uh, Rob or Jason nope. have anything to add to it. Uh, no, I just uh, the FNL thing. We can definitely try to do some. I, mean, I I played Call of Duty four. I never got into the multiplayer. I've never been much on multiplayer with it. But uh, I definitely would like to play if we would do private matches. We set up some. Uh, I'm off again Wednesday this week. If anyone want, maybe try to get some people together to play. Cool. Yeah, something. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what I want to do. I'd like to do a, a private match just with the community. So you know, it'll be fun. All right. Well, 10 years ago, on November 7th, so 10 years ago tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yes. Is when uh, Gears of War came out. Wow. So, yeah, I know. Crazy, right? So they are going to be celebrating uh, 10 years of Gears of War uh, starting tomorrow. And what it is is they're going to have uh, 10th anniversary gear packs. 
so what you can do, so you obtain them exclusively through gameplay. Uh, each 200 credit pack contains one 10 years of gears customization item and one 10 years uh, gears emblem or bounty and a random card from the Gears of War 4 launch series of cards. The full list of content can be found below. I'm reading an article from uh, Xbox Wire, uh, news.xbox.com. Um, so you got like Carmine character, Carmine oh, yeah. long shot. I mean, there, there's just a list of things. So I have not played any Gears multiplayer yet. These are just like packs like Halo, right? Like once you play, you play and you get points or coins or whatever, and then you just buy these packs, right? For 200 credit credits. Is that essentially what this is? Or same thing like Overwatch, you know, once you you get like a loot crate after you level up or when you have enough to buy loot crates, right? Yeah, they're... Yeah, so you earn credits for doing, you know, mat- completing matches and I think doing various things. So you can buy these. Yeah, you can think of them as like a loot crate in, right. in Overwatch. <clears throat> you can buy them or you can pay with real world money if you want. Um, you know, so yeah, that that like whole Mass Effect 3 comes into play. Right. For me, I spent a ton of money on that. And I, I've been really good about not. Sp- I only bought one. I think I spent 20 bucks mm-hmm. <laughs> for one one and I'm like, okay, that really wasn't worth the money. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, you can earn this. It just takes a lot longer if you wait to earn the credits in game. Yeah, how many credits do you typically get per round? Um, let's see. So, what if I complete 50 waves of horde, I usually have enough to buy like two of the horde packs, which I think is about 400 credits each. Oh, okay. So, okay, that's cool. I mean, I know Halo's pretty forgiving with their credits and stuff like that when they buy their, when you can do their packs. Um, you know, that, well, that, you know, that leads me to one thing but for 50 waves of horde takes you several hours. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it is, uh, there's some time investment there. Yeah, as long as it's not like EA. Like, oh, you want that hockey stick? Uh, you have to play 600 games of hockey. <laughs> Or if you give us four bucks, we'll give it to you right now. You know, it's one of those things. And, and that's one thing actually I heard about Call of Duty. I was telling you about it, Mark, is there's a, there's some videos out there. They're calling it Play to Win, um, where you can get different variants of weapons in Call of Duty. And, and, I, and I did see that. And you can upgrade your weapon. And they're saying basically for you to up, you don't have to pay for it. But if you don't pay for it to upgrade a weapon to its full potential or completely upgrade it, you have to play so many rounds that total up like almost 97 hours per gun or if you pay money for it. And it's just like that, that's the things that's, that's a negative when it comes to these gear packs and things like that. If you want to put them in your game, you put them in your game, but I've even said it, said it a hundred times about EA and, and the, and definitely with the NHL stuff, it was just like, Oh yeah, you can pay us four bucks and get it now or, or, Tiger Woods. Oh, you want that driver, that club fully maxed out? Yeah, just give us eight bucks right now. Or all you have to do is play 3,000 hours of this game. So they just put it so far out of reach where you just, you're just going to drop the money. The grind is so bad that they, that you'll just drop the money for it. So, right. But yeah, that's, that's the way all these things are going. It's, 
you look at it like when Mass Effect had that, it was I think it was something new, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it's like every game has every game you can buy stuff. Uh, well, I don't think Titanfall two Titanfall two you do earn credits and you can unlock stuff, but at this point, I don't you can't I don't believe you can spend real world money no to unlock anything. So uh, I like that aspect that it's all there. Everybody's got to put the time in to get it. Um, but yeah, Gears, Battlefield, COD, all, all three of them have have that type of stuff. So it, it sucks if you ask me. Uh, right. Overwatch has it. Um, I think uh, Battleborn had it. I believe uh, it's been a while since I played Battleborn. Um, you know, yeah. so yeah, this is. I think you're going to see this more and more, especially with stuff like COD. I mean, COD had. They made a lot of money on previous games just with the skins for weapon skins when they decided they were going to monetize all of those. Mm-hmm. They made a lot of money off of that. So that that's why they're doing it, because we keep buying this stuff. You know, we say, oh, it's one buck here, two bucks there. But guess what? That's how they what, what's that those games on the phone with the like candy crush and stuff, you know, the stuff Rob plays. Like, yeah, the, all the stuff Rob <laughs> is very familiar with all that. That's why he doesn't. That's why he has no money to buy the uh, Xbox games. He's sunk it all into Candy Crush, <laughs> extra lives, and <laughs> stuff like that. Bonus for games. the record, it's Clash Royale, not <laughs> Candy Crush. Clash Royale. So, but I mean, a lot of those games. I'm sure, like I keep seeing the mobile strike. You know, Arnold Schwarzenegger's advertising for that game on on mobile. And they're like, oh, it's free. It's free." And I'm like, "I bet it's not." No. I bet you get into it. And then it's like, oh, well, I want to do this. Well, here's a dollar there. There's two bucks there. There's five dollars there. Before you know it, you've spent a hundred plus dollars on a mobile game. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's not free because we got to pay the governor all that money, man. He's not cheap. Yeah, I know. And he's doing the ads. I'm like, this, yeah, there's some <laughs> free game, my butt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that was uh, the stuff for gear. So you'll be able to start earning that tomorrow. But uh, all right, uh, a couple uh, Diablo. Any of you guys Diablo fans? Diablo three. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I played off. So I I love that game. I actually, uh, we're getting ready to start start playing it again on PC. I think a couple guys at work and myself are thinking about doing it um, because of a number of things that they're doing. But uh, the good thing for Good thing for console that I don't believe is there now, but we've had it in PCs for a while, which is the seasons, Diablo three seasons. Um, they're coming to finally coming to consoles, uh, which will be awesome. I don't know what season they're up to in on PC. I want to say it's like six. It might be six. It might be higher. Let me see if I can look real quick without having anything blow up on my phone or blow up on my. I think it- I think it's eight. One of my one of my buddies has been playing it with on PC. I think he said it was eight. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay. No, I know it's up there. It's 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 way up there. Could, you're probably right. Um, but so if anybody's not familiar with seasons, what it is, you just go in and and play. You you start a brand new character and and you do whatever you want to do. And if you if you get them up to seventy, then you start to get some special stuff. And then after the season's over, that character will then move into your group of other characters so they are completely separate um from what it is so it's kind of kind of a neat thing i really i really do like it and 
there's some people that play when seasons roll around, they just play nothing but hardcore, which is crazy in my mind. Um, cause that's the one, if you die, you, you're done. You, you lose your character. You got to start all over. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty intense, but, uh, but Mark, you put a couple other things down in here for Diablo. Do you want to go over? Sure. So, um, like I, I played Diablo three, um, a lot. I've never played the original one. I, I, I think I tried the Diablo 2 way, way back in the day on PC. Um, that might have been like one of those shareware demo levels or something that I played because I don't ever remember playing really much of it. Um, but Diablo 3, I bought, I think, uh, didn't they release it twice on the 360? I think they had the original and then they came yeah, out with a different the version. Ultimate, ultimate loaded edition. Yeah, so I think I bought both of those. Um, I've, I think I've got every character up to like level 70. I mean, I've got some serious time in Diablo 3, and then I bought it again when it, when they released it for Xbox One. Um, yeah, and, and I love Diablo 3. Well, they're going to release... Uh, Blizzard has announced they're going to release a remake of Diablo inside Diablo 3 as part of an upcoming 20th anniversary patch. Mm. Um, they said wow. it's going to... Yeah, I think this is cool. So I can actually go back and play... Diablo basically looks like for free because it's coming in a patch. So it's going to be a 16 level dungeon that will include the four main bosses from the first Diablo. The patch is called the darkening of Tristam will be free to Reaper of souls owners. That was it. Yeah. Diablo three Reaper of souls owners Mm -hmm. on both the PC and the console. So this, um, the patch will, be live on their public test realm next week, so we don't have a release date yet, but it's it is being going to be tested out here pretty quick. Yeah, um, that's 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 awesome. I know a lot of people were hoping for a Diablo Four announcement, like uh-huh. a new Diablo. I don't I don't think it was, but they have put so much into that game that if you can find it and and have always just been wanting to play it or whatever, I think it's like twenty bucks or something. Most places you can find. It is such a good game. It's such a good game. So. Yeah, and they're going to have um, retro touches like special graphics, filters, and eight-direction character movement. <laughs> it, uh, it'll be cool. I definitely will be diving back into Diablo 3 when this comes out. Yeah. So. Cool. Or as Jason likes to call him, what, what do you say? How do you call it? El Diablo? <laughs> yeah, El Diablo. <laughs> uh, just, I just, I didn't realize it was twenty years old. It's like me, geez, man. That's uh, back when I was in high school, man. It's like making me feel old now. The Diablo is twenty years old. <laughs> yeah, and I, I um, mean, I really didn't pay much attention to the first one. I remember when Diablo two came out. Um, that's when I was in college, and one of the people I was in school with. Um, got like an early access to it, and somebody else in my class that I'm friends with, he was just like, he was like, no way, he's like, we got to go over to your house like right now. So we had to go over to his house and and watch him play Diablo two, and I'm just like, what is this game? And they both looked at me like, I, you know, shouldn't exist in the computer world. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, then they let me borrow the first Diablo, and I started playing it, and. You know, I remember getting to the the first, you know, the first boss. It's fresh meat, mm-hmm. you know. So. Yeah. But uh, the uh, the butcher. Yeah. yeah I'm, 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 
Yeah, yeah I remember I played that. Oh, me and my yeah. buddies were all. Yeah, we were all addicted in high school. Diablo one, Diablo two came out. We played it for I don't know how 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 many months straight. We played. And then the butcher's back in the in the third one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've beaten him up number uh, numerous times in <laughs> Diablo three. So, but, uh, yeah. But we also got more stuff coming. Yep. So Diablo 2's Necromancer is returning to do, do, is returning in Diablo three in Rise of the Necromancer. This will be a new pack coming out next year with no set price or release date yet. What you're going to get is the Necromancer as a playable character. You'll also receive an in-game pet, two additional character slots, two additional stash tabs, uh, on the PC anyways, uh, a portrait frame, pennant, banner, and banner sigil. So there there will be some paid DLC coming to Diablo 3. Yeah. Did it say if it was day and date with PC and console, or is that just console first? Or I meant PC first. It doesn't say. Okay. Because I'm curious, because I know it's I know it's obviously PC, but I haven't heard anything about console. Because I know they lag behind on the console for for their game. Because um, it wasn't until Reaper of Souls was out before they went to the console. Um, and that was actually well after Reaper of Souls was out. But yeah, I'm definitely picking that up the day it comes out. Oh, absolutely, that'll be fun. But, all right. Does this snow in Australia? You know, trying to remember the answer to that. Someone <laughs> talked about it in the Facebook group. We have <laughs> listeners in, in Australia, and I think they said it's very rare. But it is coming to Forza <laughs> Horizon 3. So, oh, yeah. Uh, turn 10 uh, slipped a teaser image for this. will be the first expansion of Forza Horizon 3. And uh, it shows the, um, the I don't remember which Lamborghini this is. It's the new one. Um, but it's driving Something through snow, on. man. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm looking it up. It says, Tasmania also sees snow during winter. And on rare occasions, snow has been known to fall in mountain areas of South Australia. I bet they have snow cones. <laughs> Somewhere. Yeah, it says it says uh, Victoria, the High Country region, located a few hours from Melbourne, or Melbourne, however they would like to say, it, uh, has good snowfalls throughout winter. So there you go. It does snow. This I think is cool because with Forza Horizon Two, they released Storm Island, which I thought was some of the best DLC for a game. I really enjoyed it. Um, it added some great weather effects into that game and impacted your car's driving ability. Um, I'm born and raised in, in, in the north. Um, not, I don't live there now. I, from my own understanding, they don't get a lot of snow out where I live now. But I grew up in snow country. So Actually, aren't you further north now? Mm, Technically? I look, I, I Maybe by a few miles. <laughs> okay. But... I, yeah, I, I, I probably, or I might be really darn close to being perfectly in line. So, oh well. For, oh no, you know what? From yeah, where the folks are, yes, I am further north. But from where I grew up, no, uh, I'm probably about the same from the Canadian border 
as I and was if, then. But if it wasn't for oh, that ocean that you're next to, it probably it's, it's, yeah, it's that ocean that keeps everything warm over here in the yeah. So, yeah. but I'll know if this car, if these cars react correctly. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking forward to driving in virtual snow. <laughs> I have no idea. I've never driven in snow. Being in Texas, oh, very man. rare. We get. <laughs> Now in northern Texas they get snow, but South Texas here it's it's rare. We get it once every few years and maybe a couple inches. That's it. Everything probably shuts down, right? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, you know, because people don't know how to deal with it down here. Yeah. <laughs> well, What's this white stuff falling from the sky? It's yeah. the end of the world. <laughs> I mean, chicken wing and Rob. You know, obviously, Rob's still in Chicago. I mean, you get that lake effect snow. You know, I'm in Ohio, and yeah. I'm Southern Ohio. We're, so we're I'm on not... the wrong side for the lake effect. Oh snow. yeah, are you? Oh yeah, you are, aren't you? Yeah. Ohio you just gets snow. <laughs> yeah, north northern northern Ohio just gets nailed with snow. But you know, I'm in Southern Ohio, but you know, I'll have to drive to work, and there'll be like four or five inches of snow, and I'll be driving to work, and then when I get ho- driving home, it's like you know, a foot, <laughs> a foot of snow. Cruising eighty down the highway. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember one night I used to I used to work north of where Rob lived, and I and in Chicago, man, the blizzards always come in at five o'clock at night. Yeah, <laughs> always <laughs> they always time. come in at rush hour. So yes. I remember calling him one day. I was like, "Hey, dude, are you home?" He's like, "Yeah." I was like, "All right, can I? I want to come crash and hang at your place for a few hours because I don't want to spend six hours driving through the blizzard trying to get home." So I hung out at his place all evening and then waited till most of the idiots were off the road and. Then went back, ventured out, and headed home. <laughs> yeah. I already have an hour drive as it is, and when it snows that bad, my drive turns into like three hours one way. Yeah. So. Pretty bad. All right. But so, okay, good. <laughs> Continue. I don't think it'll affect our commute in Forza 3, though. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Switching tabs. I think, yeah, these last two are for me. Um, I know we've got a lot of, uh-oh. Oh, I don't want to hear your ads. Thank you. Um, more from BlizzCon. Um, Overwatch's Sombra has finally been confirmed. So this is a uh, she's a powerful infiltrator. Her abilities include this is her Overwatch. In case I didn't say that, sorry. Um, her abilities include a machine pistol, the ability to hack enemies so they temporarily can't use their abilities. Ooh, gee. Uh, the therm. Thermoptic camo that makes her invisible for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. She can also throw out a translocator beacon that can allow her to instantly return to the beacon's location at any time while it's active. Sombra can also employ an EMP that will destroy enemy barriers and shields and hack all enemies in range. Also, a new control map, Oasis, has also been announced, as well as the new arena map called Eco Point Antarctica. A new arcade mode will be added featuring two new game types, including 1v1 and 3v3 arena-style mode. Um, these So Sombra, Arcade, and Echo Point Antarctica will be in the public test realm next week, and Oasis is coming in December. Yeah, the one thing about that beacon I don't like is people are going to be able to throw that in areas and just teleport up and nobody's going to be able to get to you. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I'm that's what I'm dreading. So but and I I thought there was another I could have swore I saw another character announced just 
the other day, and I think I missed it, but I could have swore there was another one announced. Oh, just uh, one that I know of. Just Sombra? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, it's the okay. second the second second character they've added since launch. And lastly, the last one I had was for Ghost Recon Wildlands. Um, I actually got an email invite to uh, to join the. Uh, what was it? Ah, oh, great. Hopefully that. Yeah, hopefully you don't hear that. Nope. Um, no, I had an ad go playing anyways, even though I hit pause. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Gotta love, gotta love certain sites that bombast you with three advertisements when you're trying to get to their news article. Um, we all know who I'm talking about. So, Ghost Recon, I got invited to a multiplayer um, beta test for Ghost Recon Wildlands this past week, but it was for PC. And I'm like, I know my PC can't even run it, I'm sure. So, I'm not even going to bother. So, bother you with mailed it. it and sent it to me. How nice of you. <laughs> It was a login. I would. I'd have to give you my login type of thing. Oh. I didn't get it. Yeah. Never mind. So it's one of these login and type of deals. Mm. Um, but Ghost Recon Wildlands is going to get multiple betas before it is released on March seventh of next year. Um, the open world third person shooter is going to get open and closed betas coming next quarter, which will actually be January through March uh, for Ubisoft's quartering. Uh, the goal of the betas will get will be to help players get to know what the game is and what it can become. Uh, they say it's it can be a revolutionary game, and to compare with the division of last year, it, it's, it's in the same trend, actually. He's a Guillermo, his name, Eves Guillermo, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, said, adding the feedback so far has been excellent. So if you are, I've heard some negative stuff, but again, I, I'm excited about this game, and I'm hoping that this fills the the, the itch that I have from the Graw 2 co-op mission days. Yep. Um, that's what I'm hoping this game will kind of be like. And But we are going to get open betas. So if you aren't looking forward to it or don't know, you will have a chance to try it out, at least part of it, uh, to get a taste for what the game is going to be like uh, before the game releases. And I will be all over that on the console. Yeah, I'm I'm pumped for it too. So ever since they first announced it. So, so. Jason, how's your uh, Broncos doing? Uh, they're currently down by one touchdown. With they're in the fourth. Ooh. So they're going to uh, twenty to thirteen with like uh, twelve thirteen minutes left. They're they're showing a comparison thing right now, so I can't see the exact time. Uh, they're going to disappoint you. You know that, right? You know, you know, Jason. Yeah. I, can, <laughs> I, I can probably still get you in over in a Dallas bench over there. You know, if you want to come over, be with a good team. You know, oh. support a winning team. I, I might be able to sneak you in. <laughs> okay. Well, I should you all got, make be able to. You live in Texas. You know, yeah, that, I was that's gonna say yes. <laughs> yep. They got the rookie well, of the year they, on their team. Yeah. Yeah, that Prescott guy is uh, doing real well. But, oh, yeah, it's, it's not uh, him. <laughs> <laughs> it's not him. <laughs> Brun's fishing for an opportunity to do a plug again for his favorite okay. team. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. Yeah. Zeke, Zeke, is, Zeke is getting the you know, rookie of the year. So, but. All right. So any any uh, any topics or anything you want to kind of discuss or talk about? 
Jason? Um, just, uh, I really can't think anything like specific. I mean, I, the only thing really going on with me is that, uh, my personal collection keeps on getting bigger. <laughs> yeah. What, what is, so, so, okay. A lot of people may know you people that have been listening to the show for a long time, but we've gotten new people that don't know who you are and don't mm-hmm. know what you do. So why don't you kind of, kind of cover every, you know, kind of go over everything real quick. So people get to okay. understand. Well, uh, I have a twin brother, uh, which I think all y'all know. Of course, Mark has met my brother and I a few years ago. Um, we have been collecting what well, we've had all our stuff our whole life from all the way to Nintendo, Atari, all the way to current since we were kids. And we've gone back even farther. We got some Odyssey and some other stuff. But uh, ever since we graduated high school in the late 90s, we have got real serious. My brother worked for Babbage's. Software, etc. Funko Land, what came all came into GameStop eventually for many years, and back in the early two thousands, he their discount I think was twenty five percent at the time I think, and we end up buying a lot of uh, retro stuff: Saturn, Super Nintendo, Genesis, uh, a lot of the stuff that was only five, ten, fifteen years old at that point, and we made out like crazy. And ever since high school, we've kind of got real serious about buying games and we're the physical collectors and we're uh our brother just updated the collection earlier we're uh 29 games i think away from 7000 physical games oh yeah and that's all the way from uh, magnavox odyssey atari nintendo all the way to current to ps4 xbox one even the Wii. we actually we're like two or three games short of having the entire wii u system which is pretty sad because it's been out what so it came out the year before, so four years, I think, now. And it's probably, I think, right short of maybe, I think it's under 200 games for it. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. And it's they're going to stop, what, they're, stop, they're stop, stopping production of the Wii U here in the mm-hmm. next week or so? Yeah, according to that rumor that's going around online. Because of the, uh, now, NX, what, what was NX now, the Switch, coming out in March, supposedly. But uh, I mean, it's something my brother and I we didn't ever think nothing of it. Fifteen, you know, plus years ago when all this started, and we just kind of kept on growing and amassing stuff. We've had people donate, give us stuff that they they want to get rid of. Like we, like ten years ago, or something, I forget. We had a friend of a friend that had a collection that he just gave us. I don't know, probably a couple hundred games, and uh, he had like the first hundred something issues of Nintendo Power that he gave us. Hmm. And so it's nice having all those old Nintendo Powers for all those classic nes games you know where they used to do all the uh you know walk through strategy things for so it's like nice that having all that to browse uh at all the stuff um i mean we've got boxes and boxes full of controllers and accessories uh it's uh and lucky me and my brother are both married with kids my brother has three kids i've got one now uh but you know we both have wives that are cool and supported and uh especially my wife she plays some with me um we actually bought that crappy Ghostbusters game that came out in the summer, uh, <laughs> but it's but it's something that we can play together. You know, couch co-op whenever my son's asleep or something. It's nice to have my, uh, a wife that wants to play with me. So it's been cool. We've been doing that, and she actually goes game hunting with me, or, or and or my brother if we go. Sometimes me and her just go, and we'll head up the retro stores around town here in Houston. So it's pretty cool. Jason, mm-hmm. I'll what you got? See this. 
Is this anything that would be a benefit to your collection? Ms. Pac-Man uh, well, for the Genesis? I'd have to, I'm on my phone here right now, but <laughs> I, I, I've got an app on the phone that we have our whole collection. We, my brother uploads it, does all of it to his PC, and he sends the, the, through the application to our phones to keep up to date so we don't buy doubles. But I, I, I can get with you on that when we get done. I can look it up to see if we have it or not, that version. We have multiple versions of Pac-Man and, and Ms. Pac-Man on many, um, many consoles and handhelds. Yeah, you know, if you want it, if you don't have it, you're welcome to it. I don't even know if it works. I found it in the house I bought this year. Uh, wow. found it. So you're, I've been okay. holding it. He wanted to get with you and see if you would want that. So yeah. let me know. <laughs> uh, yeah, if anybody uh, wants to uh, contact or talk retro games, I'm in my old happy two people can hit me up on Xbox Live or on the uh, you know TXL Facebook group. I mean, I'm, I talk about things. I mean, I don't play my ps4 and we use much of course because i am a majority of xbox fanboy more than anything but i do i don't hate I'm, I'm not into the old console war stuff i play everything yeah. you looking forward to the switch uh yes i am uh is it exciting to me no because it's just to me it all it is is just uh a slightly altered version of the wii u it's still kind of not, it's still a tablet per se kind of, I don't know what Nintendo can do. I, they're in their own path and I want them to succeed, but I don't see it happen realistically. I, you know, I'm, we were talking about this and, and I saw an article where they're saying that the price is going to be three ninety nine starting for the switch. And to me, I'm just like, there is, no way it's three ninety nine. I was like, the most they can go is two ninety nine if they want to sell those things. And you know, yeah, we kind of had a discussion. I was like, you know, two forty nine, maybe two ninety nine if they pack in a game with it. But four hundred dollars you are asking just to fail. I mean, I know it's new and everything, and I really would like one in my house. I mean, my kids love Nintendo and stuff, but. If you're releasing a console and everything you've really shown is games that are already going to be out on Wii U or you're just re-releasing and you're going to be more expensive than an Xbox One, more expensive than a PlayStation or PlayStation Pro, you know, it's just, I don't know what they're thinking if they're going to think it's you know, $400. Um, I like their, I like the idea. I don't think idea. it's not marketed at kids. I know I it's not. That. I know it's not. It's and not marketed as kids because there's no way I'd let my kid walk out of the house with the with the switch, right? I'm going to yeah. a friend's house. Nah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not with that. <laughs> I, and I understand that, but I mean, I I like what they're doing. I I think it's cool, but you know, it, it's it's not like it's not four hundred dollars cool. I'd rather buy a PlayStation Pro and spend four hundred dollars. It was, it was an Xbox capable. Uh, yeah. That's what I wish the Surface tablet could do. I wish it to could be honest, just play play the Xbox games on my Surface. That boom. Done. I, I'm not buying anything else. Buying a Surface. I got my wireless controllers. I can hook up my Bluetooth. I'm sitting there playing Diablo 3 on the plane. Yeah. How awesome would that be? Yep. <laughs> I'm actually contemplating a PS4 Pro only because I do own a 4K TV. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I do love my Xbox One S, and I've gotten hooked on the 4K movies. And I mean, it's just the, the picture is just, just amazing. And uh, 
you know, I, I have yet to be able to test out Forza Horizon or uh, Gears yet. I need to, I have Gears installed. I haven't done Forza, but I need to do Gears to really see how it looks. You, you got to really watch this whole thing when it comes to 4K and with the S and with the PlayStation Pro. I know that I know the S says 4K m- media, like video and stuff like that. And then I hear PlayStation saying that for I don't think it's 4K gaming. Did they state 4K gaming? They state 4K gaming, but it's not 4K. So I mean, I don't know what what they're throwing I, I out think there. Sony, if I recall, Sony, and this is what Phil Spencer was talking about. Sony is saying 4K gaming, but it's it's like upscale to 4K. It's not native 4K, right. which okay. is why the Xbox or Project Scorpio is na- true 4K, and that's what they're talking about. So there's going to be a big difference. Right. The, the Pro is upscaled. Um, also, the Pro doesn't have an Ultra H, uh, Ultra Blu-ray drive in it, where the Xbox One S does. So uh, for people looking for that, I think if you want the 4K and um, for videos and stuff like that, then you know for movies you're going to want to get an S Xbox One S because you get the ultra blue drive and the 4K video. Yeah, if it's um, if you're if you're talking about physical discs, they both play 4K. They both play 4K video if you're streaming and and download and stuff like that. Right. But if it's a disc, you Xbox One S is the only one that has 4K 4K mm-hmm. player in it. You're right. But like what Jason was talking about too though is HDR which Gears and Forza have Right. The HDR, which the Xbox One S has capability of that. So, yeah, that, you know, and I'd be curious, Jason, when you get to mess with that and get to see what those look like on that TV, let us know what you think of it. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, leave a message or something for next show and let you know. Because I don't, I don't have either one of those on HDR or 4K. I was trying to talk to wife and let me buy a new TV this weekend, and she wouldn't let me do it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, heck, to be honest, uh, mine uh, was right under a thousand bucks, and I bought it like a couple months ago. It really wasn't that expensive. I kind of looked around and decided I actually went with the Sony Bravio instead of the Samsung because it was like the same specs compared to the Samsung, but Samsung was like four hundred dollars more. And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. you know, I really did my homework, and I'm like, well, why don't I pay four hundred dollars more just for? I love Samsung; it's what I use. But now, not after the Note seven and uh, their washing machines now supposedly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're having a bad year. Yeah, they're not. Having yeah, a good they year. are. Yeah. But on uh, that, uh, is there anything y'all want to talk about? Y'all want to ask me, or have y'all been curious besides Mark with your game there about me? Is there anything y'all ever want to ask me about collecting or anything? Oh, oh actually, I did have something. Um, so when people, when we're talking on the show, and we're talking digital only uh or that we buy digital only and we mentioned democulus like oh well we know somebody that has a collection and stuff like everybody democulus is the guy we're talking about when we when we say mm-hmm. that uh um, yeah i figure that yeah well i know you knew it but i mean as far as everybody else if they recall us saying because i'm strictly digital only um mm-hmm. what are what's your thoughts on that when do you think it's so Two questions. Do you think it's eventually going to happen where it's digi- where, where we're in a digital-only world when it comes to gaming? And then what, what are you going to do at that point? Are you going to, 
you know, because I, I, you can still do a collection. I know it won't be physical and it won't be on shelves and stuff, but, you know, like myself, I have a hard drive that has every game on it, you know, that I have. So you're still going to be able to collect and you're still going to be able to have it. You just won't be able to have, you know, on a shelf, I guess, unless you print, you know, print something and put it on the shelf and just say, yeah, it's on, it's on a hard drive. So what, what's, what are you going to do? When that when that point comes, if you think it's going to come, um, first, yeah, I'd, will it come? Yes. Uh, who knows how long? Could be five. Could be ten. Could be two. Uh, I mean, heck, I think there's still going to be room for physical media because they're still making music CDs and and vinyls making a comeback is pushing. Um, but games, I don't know. That's I can see it happen for a few more years, maybe 10 tops, but after that, it's probably going to be all digital. Will I still collect current? I don't know. My brother and I have talked about that, and we're unsure when it does come to that day whether we will still collect uh, or, and or play the current stuff. May just stick to retro. Don't know. It's just when that day gets here, we're going to have to decide uh, if they're still making good games that I care for, that I want to play. I may because, I mean, I do own some – I do own digital games from – the 360 arcade. I own over 100, I think over 150 arcade games from the 360. And I've, you know, between the free games for Xbox Live Gold and I've bought some digital only games, but I've, I'll, I'm willing to pay a few bucks for them, not, you know, 20, 30, $40 for almost retail for digital only. If I want to pay that much, I want to own the physical disc of it. That's just me from the collecting standpoint. But am I the digital only? It scares me. It's the the argument that always comes back is that when these servers go down, the games are gone, and that's what I've listened to multiple retro gaming podcasts where they talk about. They talked with uh, the guy Victor Ireland that did work in designs, and he he runs the Monkey Par or Gaijin Works, whatever it is now, and they want to release a bunch of these old games and make them current to where people can still play them. But the issue they always run into. With the companies down, with the companies gone, or digital stuff is who owns the rights, and it's a time and money effort thing to go and do all that to track down of who owns all the games and and what, and when those servers go down at the same time, it's going to be you're not going to have access to the games no more, and these games will be gone and lost forever and forgotten, and you're seeing these, this this new company called Limited Run Games, which I've been supporting for the last year now. They or a smaller company, they they're trying to work with Xbox to print games. These they're taking indie games and putting them on physical discs, but it's only on PlayStation Four and Vita. But they're allowing Sony's allowing them to do only like three, four, five thousand print runs and and sell these physical games at a low amount. They said Microsoft it, their policies is what's holding them back. Of they won't uh, they have to do I guess a uh, a certain amount before Microsoft will let them print. Sony will let them get away with it, which uh, it's, it's, it's cool. And especially a lot of these indie games that are digital only, they're trying to keep them alive by doing physical print run of them. So uh, I hope that we can continue to do that. They continue to do that for years to come to keep these uh, games going on. If not, well, it's just a shame that people won't have access to all these great games. Yeah. I know there's a, a couple other things where, like you said, it, I can't remember what the law or rule or thing they're trying to get through the courts for them to allow to run these things on other servers just to keep them alive and there's going to be like this whole community that's just what they do 
just keep games running and things like that. So, but I mean, it would be nice. It'd it'd be nice if when the server shut down, that they could patch into the game and make it uh, not, you know, make it host, you know, hosted, client side hosted, or 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 something like that instead of you know. The, the servers need to be a centralized server or something like that. So dedicated server instead of a dedicated server, it be, you know, on a client. But cool. Yeah. Thanks for answering that. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Mark, Rob, y'all good. You guys good. Good, man. Yep. 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 Good. Did, did, uh, I do have to ask though. Did you, uh, did you reserve his gamer tag for your son? Uh, well, I have, I do have other Democuluses, yeah, so yeah, technically I do. <laughs> Democulus, Democulus Junior. <laughs> Democulus Junior, Democulus One, Democulus... Oh. <laughs> uh, Alright. So, we did get, um, last week I had mentioned that Ross NYC uh, gave us a, he had a giveaway for us to do. It's a physical copy, Jason. You gotta like that physical mm-hmm. copy of Halo Five Guardians Limited Edition with a steelbook case. And um, so our question was not Halo related, but we said, "Who's who is your Titan in the Titanfall Two campaign?" And we said the first part of his name a lot last week. We kept saying BT, but we didn't give away the whole thing. So what we were looking for was BT seven two seven four, and uh, we did get a winner. Um, I actually they they sent an email in to us the one that got selected as a winner, uh, but we didn't they did not share their gamer tag. So I've emailed them back requesting their gamer tag so we can tell everybody who won. And um, I and if you're listening, uh, be sure to check your email because I do need your shipping address. This is a physical copy. So we'll need your name and address so that uh, just shoot that back to us back to us via the email, and we will get be sure to work with Ross to get that out to you. All right. Um, so, community time. Uh, past that point. Uh, if you'd like to send us a voicemail or get a hold of us or get anything in the show, you can uh, go to thisxboxlife.com for voicemail on the right-hand side. You click send voicemail, follow the prompts. Uh, we get that in an MP3 format. We put it in the show, answer your question. Um, and then if you would like to do an email, you can also go to thisxboxlife.com Click contact, fill out the form that sends it to us, or email directly contact at this xboxlife.com. Uh, we did get some uh, an email from our friends in Australia. They had uh, PAX, I believe it was PAX, right, Mark? Yes. Uh, PAX down there um, went to one, uh, they went there and went to a couple of the events and went in and, and, made about a 20-minute audio of the future of gaming, I think is what it was. And they sent it to us, um, asked if I, you know, mind if they if they did something. We're going to listen to it this week. We're going to go over it. And then I think what we're going to try to do is tack it on to the show, into the show next week um, yep. so people can have it. Uh, I think when those guys were on the show, a lot of people loved hearing their stories and stuff, so it is something that we will do. They spent some time putting a nice audio together for us, so uh, that will come next week. Um, and 
So we do yeah, have a couple of time because I want to listen to it and actually if there's anything that they talked about that we might want to talk about in the show. Correct. I, yeah, that that's why we're not tagging it on this week. We, uh, you know, Rob, Brun, and I all want to listen to it and uh, have the opportunity to respond or talk about it in the show and then attach that to that episode. So right, that'll be for you guys next week. Yeah. Yep. But uh, as far as emails, we did get uh, two emails this week. So Rob, do you want to uh, have sure. at it? All right. So first one is from Bashful Lama. Hey guys, I don't know if you remember, but I used to listen to the show a lot back in the day. Played some Rainbow Six Vegas 2 with you guys and some Bad Company 1. I remember I won a contest for a free copy of the Battlefield 2142 when you guys did the Battlefield podcast. Unfortunately, I am almost exclusively PC gaming now, but I still enjoy hearing Xbox news. Just wanted to say what's up, and I'm glad that I'm back to listening. I remember Bashful. Oh, yeah. I remember Bashful. Oh, yeah. So, And I still play games on PC there, Bashful, so, you know... If, you know, hit me up if you want to. Most most of my gamer tags are BJSwick33, so find me on there. I don't know what games you're playing now, but uh, we'll have to see if we can hook up on online. So. Yeah, and if you're playing Forza Horizon 3 on your PC, you can play against us on Xbox and right. uh, and chat in the Xbox uh, party. We've done that with Soul Assassin, so mm-hmm. um, so yeah, our our worlds might come back even if you're a PC gamer. That's at least Microsoft Vision. I'd love to see that because it was so nice to, to play with Soul Assassin again. Yep, um, who's gone pretty exclusive PC. So, but welcome back, Bashful. It's been a long. I was when I saw that name in yeah. our email, I was like, "Wow, that's a blast from the past." Yeah, it's just like we got Dark Eye Defender was in. I don't know if he's still in the chat, but he was here when the show started. Yeah, you know, again, he was way back in the day, one of our original listeners and big part of the community, and then he, I don't know. Yeah, he went off and got, busy. got got himself a job and a woman and <laughs> yeah left us behind. That's the one thing I always say about Soul. I'm just like, man, Soul Assassin is like, how old are you now? And then I was like, I think you started listening to us when you're like 16. <laughs> like in high school. Yeah, time. he's like in his 20s. Like, yeah. oh, look at uh, Darkness Four Two Nine. I mean, he was on Battlefield podcast, and when he started podcasting, we were at the Xbox podcast, and um, he was like. 15, 16 at that point in time. Yeah. You know, so it's just like, man, I've known him for like 10 years now already. And it's, it's crazy. You know, how long we've been doing this. It's been a while, (laughs) (laughs) but all right. Welcome back. Yep. What's the next one? All right. Next one is from Nadius Maximus. I just listened to the last episode and heard Brent talking about how slow the Xbox one is. It's, not so much that it's slow, it's just Windows. And like all Windows versions and Windows software, it's bloated and full of memory leaks. Add to it that it is now a 24 hours on console, and after a while, about a week for me, there's no longer enough free memory left to function properly. The only thing to be done about it is to hard reset, as was discussed. However, if you did not know it already, there's also a way to reset that does not require pulling the plug. While it is powered on, just press and hold the console's virtual Xbox button for 10 seconds until power goes off before removing your finger. It'll power down the console and clear out all the caches, etc. 
you'll notice the next boot cycle that it'll take a lot longer as it has to refine any external peripherals like drives. But once booted, it'll be back to its speedy self. That's good to know. Yeah. Nice little tip. Yeah. yeah, and if, I mean, like by default, when you set up your box, it asks you which power power mode do you want. Do you, do you want the one where it shuts itself completely off? And uh, it takes the longer to boot up, or do you want the one that's the instant on? I think they call it instant on, or it's it's a lot quicker. But you boot up, and it's you know, so it's never fully off. But then it does the that's when it's supposed to update stuff in the background, and you know, as you're sleeping, and Titanfall two gets a twenty gig update. It's supposed to do that at night while you're sleeping. Um, if you do the power full power off, then you won't get that option. But yeah, by going that other route. Uh, powering it off in your settings, you you're basically shutting the machine down, just like your win like your Windows PC. Because I never leave like my wife leaves her machine on all the time. She never turns it off, and she always has issues. I turn mine off all the time, every day. Turn it on in the morning, stays on all day. Turn it off at night, you know. And I don't get those types of issues. So the only problem, and I don't, and I thought, and I did this for a while. I switched to the other way to power this thing off and on, but you lose your connect can't walk in and use connect to turn it on you got to find a controller hit the power button on it or whatever um i like to just walk in and say xbox on you know so that's why i leave it there but yeah i gotta do a reset every once in a while so good to know that this i'll, I'll try this next time because i always just go and pull the plug so so keep me from reaching behind there and i'll give that a shot you know that does make sense because like with my work laptop i'll run that thing maybe three, four weeks at a time, I never turn it off. I just, you know, close the lid and it goes to sleep, hibernation, whatever that mode is called. And then it gets, yeah, it gets so bad at some point where I'm like, man, I got to reboot. And then it's back to its normal self for another couple of weeks. Yeah. I, I can see the, our consoles being the same way. Yeah. My PC here, I turn hibernation off. Is it leave the thing on? Yeah. Mine's on all the time. Channel. Back in the day, it's like, oh, you got to turn them off. Otherwise, they're going to burn out. They're going to die. No, they're not. Nope. The whole, you know, and then it's like, well, you can't turn it on and off all the time. You're going to kill it. No, just leave <laughs> it on. No, you're not going to kill it by turning it off once a day or turning it on once yeah. a day. You know, leave it on all day. Turn it off when you go to bed, you know, and then you're fine. And turn the whole freaking hibernation. That's the first thing I do when I reinstall or get a new machine. First thing I do, shut down hibernation, man. I do not want it turning off. Yeah, I leave my computer on all of the time. All of yeah. So, but cool. All right. Well, thank you guys for the emails again. Contact at thisxboxlife.com or the contact uh, up in the menu on thisxboxlife.com. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter. That's uh, thisxboxlife.com/slash/twitter, and uh, we where everybody kind of. Mainly hangs out and everything is on Facebook, and that is thisxboxlife.com slash Facebook. That'll take you to our group. It is a closed group, but, you know, we just kind of glance, make sure, you know, you ha have a Facebook account older than one day. <laughs> Don't have horrible pictures or say horrible things, and then if all that matches, then we, uh, you know, allow you in. So, great community over there, by the way. Um, very respectful and People like to talk about games, so good time. 
and new releases. Got a couple of things this week for Xbox One. Cartoon Network, Battle Crashers. Then uh, Marvel Pinball Epic Collection, Volume 1. Xenoraid. Of course, Dishonored 2, coming out on the 10th. And Handball 17. Sweet. (laughs) Game of the week right there, man. Handball 17. Yes. No. It's a game that, we're not really familiar with here in the United States. Yeah, I'm getting two of the games this week. I'm getting the Marvel Pinball and the Dishonored 2. Yeah, Dishonored, I definitely want to... I'll definitely be getting that, just not right away, because I have so much other stuff to play. And I'm like... I think I have like an hour, hour, hour and a half left in the first game, just to beat it. I've been meaning to go back and play I was like, I want to beat it before the next one comes out. And uh, yeah, I failed on that. So, <laughs> but yeah, and it, it, if you pre-order it, I think it comes with uh, definitive edition. Yeah, it does. If I remember right. Yeah, yeah. It, and uh, was it instead of get Friday, you get it Thursday? I think. There's yeah, the day one early. Day. Yep. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. Whatever. Yep. <laughs> and uh, uh, nothing for the 360. Right. Uh, games <laughs> with gold. You can say something. Yeah, uh, so Dishonored 2 is coming out on the 10th, mm-hmm. which is Thursday. Thursday. So what happened all of a sudden where all these games are coming out? Nobody's coming out on Tuesday anymore. Yeah, it's Friday. I was just talking to my brother about that. Where are these Friday releases coming from now? Yeah, I don't all know. of a sudden, the, the last couple titles have all been on a Friday. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't really care. I actually like them coming out on Friday. Cause, well, I mean, I still I can get it at Thursday night at 9 p.m. Pacific time, you know, because they release at midnight Eastern time, but it's still it's still a work night for me, anyways. But what? It's like all of a sudden, it's like all these years, it's always been on Tuesdays, you know. You know? I, and all of a sudden, I, just like that, boom, everything was on a Friday, and it's like I didn't hear any news about it. It just right. happened. I, I was kind of wondering about that. I mean, was it Tuesdays? Because if you're a retailer, you would get the shipment on Monday. Yeah, and then sell it on tuesday it's all for retail yeah. uh, that, yeah. that's that's the thing the whole purpose of it's for retail and and that's one thing like i'm cool with like retail sticking to tuesdays or whatever but i would i really want to get to the point where it's just like hey uh our game's done uh we're gonna release, release it off here you know it'll be available to download in a couple days you know that's that's what i want to get to hey we're gold our game's gone gold yeah yeah, just wait for three, four more weeks to print it so we can print it on disc for people that are going to buy it, like Democulus. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's all your fault, Jason. And everybody, yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, and by the way, we can you can pre-download it, so it'll just sit on your hard drive until that 1K bit. play it. Yeah, but you can't play it. So. Even though you paid for it already. And we have your money. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> it's going to be like... It, I'm sorry, right? It's going to be like the movie industry where you can get a digital download two or three weeks early before the physical. I could see that happening. Yeah, why not? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a good point because uh, I pre-ordered Dishonored was it like Thursday, maybe Friday, Wednesday, something like that last week. It downloaded immediately. Yeah. Yeah, why can't you play it? It's and a single-player yeah. game. It's a single-player exactly. game. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. There's no reason to have well, to wait. they got to get the servers up, and they got to do yeah, whatever. whatever. All that stuff should be in place by the time the game's ready to... By the time yeah. it's gone gold, 
you know, where they they're shipping it to manufacturing. It should yeah. be their servers should they should put their servers up that day then. Yeah. But well, Dishon- like well, I understand what you're saying for the the server part, but you know, for multiplayer games, but Dishonored is a single player campaign. I mean, that's a single player game. True. There's you shouldn't have to wait. Yeah, should never have to it's wait. Ready. It's ready. Yeah. It's sitting in your box. Turn it on and play. So. Yeah, and so but, we're, but it's just yeah. weird that all of a sudden all these games are now coming out on Friday. Right. I'm just wondering, like, why? What? What made? What made that change? Yeah, I don't what know. happened? I mean, it had to be something somewhere. For all of a sudden, everybody's deciding to ship on a or release on a Friday. It's just it's never been that way for the weekend. Yeah. So. So Sober David says, I know over here in Ireland, games used to be released on Fridays, even though it was released on Tuesdays over here in the U.S. And Gunny says he likes Friday, it's payday. <laughs> and he says, I work Tuesday through Friday, so I hope this uh, becomes a regular thing. But, yeah, I don't mind. I, I just would rather have, it's like, oh, it's been sitting on my hard drive for three weeks, but just let me play. <laughs> even if it's, well, let me play the single player you know, if you want to wait until this day for the servers to come up for multiplayer, fine. Let me play single player because I would have had Gears done, Titanfall done, and and Battlefield done if we could have played them when they were finished. Uh, but okay, what's your games for games for gold? Oh yeah, uh, games with gold. What was it? I lost my window. There it is. So, <laughs> Games with Gold for Xbox One. We have another week of The Escapists. And... Yeah, another week for The Escapists. And then, uh, just started last week, is Super Dungeon Brothers. Xbox 360, Monkey Island is uh, for another week. And, uh, make sure to grab that one as well, because it's backwards compatible. You can play it on your Xbox One if you have one. And then lastly, if you're thinking about a way, you know, how can I support the show? You know, what can I do? Well, here's a perfect thing you can do, especially with the holidays coming up. If you make any purchases on Amazon, you can support the show and make your purchase as well, of course, by using your affiliate link. You can find that on our website. Just go to thisxboxlife.com, click the big Amazon logo each and every time you make a purchase on Amazon. And then that way... You'll get whatever you order, and we get a teeny tiny itsy bitsy little kickback for sending you their way. It does not cost you anything extra, and it helps us out. Then also another way that you can help out the show as well is if you're on iTunes, find us in the iTunes store and rate us five stars. That helps us become a featured podcast in the iTunes store and uh, helps grow the community, helps people find us a lot easier. And uh, that is all. Okay, I I gotta jump in here. Okay. I gotta share something I just found. Okay, I had one. This is I was reading this as, as Rob was going through there. So this is off topic. If nothing is <laughs> okay, if I I want to go back to this Tuesday thing. Yeah, this, Taco this Tuesday? I had I had with what Taco Tuesday? No, oh gosh, mm. I wish tacos. Mm. Taco John, baby. <laughs> um, so I, I saw this article on Business Insider back in 2014. The, the question was the weird reason why video games are released on Tuesdays. Um, so I'm going to, I want to read this article to you guys. This is interesting. I think Wait, you guys let will me be get surprised. This straight. You weren't paying attention to me. 
I was not paying attention to you. I wanted oh. to know why games released on Tuesdays. I still didn't answer my question. I want to know why they switched. But what I came across blew my mind. Why games were even released on Tuesdays. So here's the article. It wasn't easy being Sega in the 80s and the 90s. It had to compete with one of the best known companies on the planet, Nintendo, which was responsible for bringing back the video game market from the dead. But Sega had some tricks up its sleeve, namely releasing a 16-bit console, the Genesis, before Nintendo could release its version, the Super Nintendo. Sega also had an amazing idea for how to hype up the sequel to its biggest game. The original Sonic the Hedgehog was released in 91 and was an instant hit. When it was time for the sequel, which introduced Sonic's sidekick Tails to the world, Sega knew it needed to do more than just release the game. It needed to make an impact. So in the book, Console Wars, Sega, Nintendo, and the Battle that Defined a Generation, which is based on more than 200 interviews with former Sega and Nintendo employees, Blake Harris describes how Sega's crack marketing team of Al Nilsson and Madeline Schroeder decided to celebrate the launch. They needed something Sonic-worthy. We're going to start in Japan, move to Europe, and then end in the U.S., said Sega marketing director Nielsen to Schroeder, who was the project manager of Sonic the Hedgehog. No trucks, no boats. Everything will be delivered by plane exactly one day before. We're going to have the world's first global launch, and in the process, we're going to break every single sales record, said Nielsen. They kicked around a couple ideas about what day the global launch should be, and that's when Nielsen came up with an idea that possibly changed the way games are released and marketed ever after. No, it should be on Tuesday. We'll call it Sonic Tuesday, he said, with the number two. Um, so Sonic Tuesday landed on November 24, 1992. Before then, video game release dates were all over the place, and retailers just got them when they got them. But Sonic Tuesday implemented a method to the madness. Harris wrote, the idea of a coordinated worldwide release might have seemed interesting but irrelevant. But the point of the global launch wasn't to dazzle with concept. The point was that the concept created connection. Normally, with games released at different stores on different days, customers couldn't help but feel like these things sort of fell out of thin air. But to know the exact date that something would be arriving, to have it circled on the calendar ahead of time, gave the gift of anticipation. It was a marketing ploy, yes, but it worked in the same self-fulfilling way as a blockbuster film did. They're not called blockbusters just because of their budgets. Rather, it's because of the event like, don't be left out of the way, they are marketed, which makes people rush to the theater for the opening weekend, which then makes more people rush to the theater when they hear how big that opening weekend was. The art of the blockbuster is that it popularizes something before it even exists. And though Sonic 2 is still months away from competition, completion sonic tuesday gave um former sega north america ceo tom kalinsky and the company an opportunity to unleash the biggest blockbuster the video game world had ever seen releasing games on tuesday is now the industry standard in the u.s all thanks to little video game punnery but it's not the only industry to do so although they don't have sonic tuesday to thank most cd and dvd releases also happen on tuesday so <laughs> I had no clue that's where that came from. <laughs> and I thought that was super cool. <laughs> so I, I'm sorry if it was a little long, but I thought that was really interesting. Now I got to just find out why they're doing it on Fridays. Yeah. <laughs> so, I did have changed it. Yeah. So the, that's pretty interesting though. Um, the one thing I had extra is you, you messaged or you sent me an email 
because I always kind of cracked on the 40 million joke. 40 million, 40 million. Sony always quotes 40 million. Uh, the good news is, is, and I was always like, well, they'll start saying 47 mil or 45 million once they pass 45. The good news is they said that they sold 3.9, or sorry, not sold. They shipped 3.9 million units last quarter or something like that. So now they're at 47 million. So I will I will update my number. That's a lot of consoles. Um but I did have to point out one little thing is they a lot. Huh? It's still a lot, but go Oh ahead. no, it's a ton. I'm not there's nothing but, yeah, I mean I'm not and I'm not one of these like uh Xbox is making a comeback, you know, like look out everybody. Um that 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 fight is over. I already claimed a winner. 15 20 million ago um <laughs> as they were going and sony was stampeding through you know through sales they went you know 10 million 20 million 30 million uh 40 million each time they did that they they made sure they quoted and made sure everybody was well aware that this was sold and in customers homes these are being played on they they are sold they're hooked up to tvs and they're being played um and they did that all the way up to that forty million mark, um, and of course, you know they're probably around forty-four million sold or something like that. But they did change from sold to shipped just so they could get to the forty-seven million mark. I, I think it's to make them, you know, trying to boost those numbers again. And then, and then still, the pro hasn't came out yet, so they'll probably get some boost there too. But let's make sure anybody like when I sit there and say, just sprinkle a little forty million on it. I guess I'll have to say forty-seven million now, but uh, they did change from sold to shipped. By the way, little and little, gotta ask, little marketing thing there. Jason, did you get PlayStation VR? Yes, I did. You gotta tell. You gotta. Okay, so we gotta take a few minutes because I completely oh, forgot yeah, to ask yeah. this earlier. And um, what's it like? Have you played it? Please say yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I played it. Um, I haven't played a whole lot of it to be honest because I haven't had. A lot of free time because I'm trying to balance. Yeah, you know, I want to play my Xbox more, but the thing I played the most is the Batman game, the Batman Arkham VR, whatever it is. Um, it's pretty cool actually because you, uh, it, it asks you, you do all the setup and it asks when you start the game up if you want to do it standing up or sitting down. And you got to have, I forget how much space uh, from the team, like 20 feet or something. I forget. They want you to have a little bit of space around you. So, but um, and then it asks if you want to use the controller or if you want to use the move, which I I have the move, you know, wands, whatever you want to call them. And uh, anyway, it's cool. It starts up. Uh, you're in the mansion. You actually can go and look around in the mansion, and then you, uh, Alfred says, "I'll meet you in the back cave to something about with uh, what's it, uh, Nightwing." You can't get a hold of Nightwing anyway. So you go to the piano, and you actually just kind of. It don't matter what you do, but just hit the keys on the piano, and it actually will uh, go away in the floor, go, and it'll take you down into the Batcave, and you'll see, uh, going down into the Batcave, you'll see the suit, and, and uh, take you down, and you can look all around the Batcave. It's not like free roaming. It's like you can select, you say, like, you're looking at this part, and it'll give you, like, two or three things you can select, and you'll, like, grapple over there, like, a couple of seconds will load to take you over to this section of the Batcave where the computer is, or you can... Go. There's one thing you can go over there and look to see um, the Batmobile and the uh, Batwing. I believe the fine. You can get a, a, a first hand, first person view of them up close. 
Um, anyway, and then you go. I was hoping uh, when he gave you a choice, where you will take the Batmobile or the Batwing to go investigate where uh, what Nightwing what would happen there that it would allow you to like fly or actually drive there. It didn't happen. It was just a load screen. I was like, so that was kind of disappointing. Um, but when you get to the crime scene, then you, uh, kind of like the Arkham games, you go into detective mode and you got to reconstruct the, uh, crime scene, find evidence and reconstruct the, uh, crime scene. It's pretty cool going in first person there. Uh, and look around. I mean, you can turn all the way around behind you and it's got everything rendered. They got a full environment, 360 degrees up, down, forward, back, behind you, all rendered. And it's just cool looking around at the scenery and the backgrounds and and the details of it. And then, like, um, I haven't finished it. It's only a few hours from what I've read online because it was only a $20 budget game. There's uh, The prices range from $20 to $60, uh, which one of them, the $60, is Battlezone, which I think is based off the old kind of Atari Vectrix graphics type game. But they redid it in VR. And it's $60. I'm like, really? $60 for a remake of Battlezone? I don't know, you know, if a lot of you guys are the older, younger people won't know what Battlezone is, but uh, it's uh, it's interesting. It's when I first put it on, it it took definitely uh, it took a little bit to get used to because it's definitely uh, your mind and your vision. You're trying to adjust to that, and it it definitely took it took about a good 20, 30 minutes for me to adjust to that without kind of not having the blurriness or dizziness at first. But uh, it's pretty cool so far. Uh, there's uh we got the uh we got like four or five games for it. We uh what was it? Un- there's that that killer game, the Unsold Dawn, but it's um uh, forget the the name. It's Unsold Dawn. Some everything. It's an on rail shooter uh type game. Uh, I haven't got to play that one yet. Um, then it came with PlayStation. Um, sorry, it came <laughs> with PlayStation uh, Worlds, uh, which is like a glorified demo disc. There's like a a a, a heist, kind of like a, a heist. You can do um, where you're in a vehicle and you sh- you're on like a freeway trying to do a getaway and you can shoot uh, motorcycle people or cars trying to chase you and stuff. Um, man, there was another game I can't remember. It was like a, a I think it was a demo like the fly. I think it's about Ubisoft. They got a it's a, like a, a bird flying uh, VR type game. Um, man, there was a couple others and I haven't played all the games I got. And then there's a one coming out this week that uh, I hadn't seen anywhere. It was called Robison PlayStation VR. Um, it popped up on GameStop's website like in the last couple of weeks, and I checked Amazon had it in also. Uh, so I ordered it because it was only $40. I want to see what that one's about. I haven't got to sit down and read much details on it. But it's, it's pretty cool so far because this is, you know... I, I don't know if y'all were excited. Back in the 90s, I always thought, you know, seeing stuff in the movies like Lawnmower Man, which wasn't a good movie. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I was always interested in VR because I was like, man, this is so cool. This is going to be the future. You know, we can, like, go and get immer- actually immersed in these worlds. And now it's here, and it's like, I've done it now. Thought it was cool for a little bit, but it's like, it's it's okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it, It's not... It, it's, I guess my interest for 20 years of waiting to want to do it finally, and it gets here, and it's just like, okay, it's fun for a little bit, but do I really see VR lasting like, the, I think, the way Sony is? No, I don't. Um, but it's definitely cool. 
So we'll have to see, give it time here in the next year or two to see how much people and companies invest in what they can do to see if we can make this the uh, next evolution of games. Yeah, it's only, it's only going to be as good as the support that's given to it. And and it, it's, it's kind of like the way I see VR is there's a lot of people talking like they want to support it. Um, but it's more of like, well you know, act upon that and, and support it. And then it'll go places. So it's just like, you look at, look at motion controls. You had the Wii and then you had the, um, the PlayStation move. And then you had yeah. the connect and all of them are dead. Well, uh, not the move controllers because the PlayStation VR, but Wii motes are gone. They're pointless now. And so we motion controls gone connects pretty much dead, you know, so, you know, the move is only got in, you know, the moves only there just because of PlayStation VR. It's not actually for PlayStation move anymore. It's just for the controls for VR. So, but you know, they, we, they got to get some support if they want it to take off. So I think it's, uh, it's, it's okay for what the price is. It's what, it, it, the Vive and the uh, Rift, uh, how much are they? Are they like double almost of what this is? I think. Uh, see, Vive is eight hundred, and Oculus is six hundred. Yeah. So, and but, the, but this... the Vive, the Vive is got that camera system and everything with it, and the cool and the funny thing is, like, I have all like I see all these things at work. Because we have a division on our in our department that builds games for this stuff, and you know, I just got to I got to play with the new um, I got to hold in my hands the Vive controllers, those whatever the new controllers that came out with it, and I'm waiting to see if we get the Oculus controllers. But you know, and then put you know put a Microsoft um, Hololens on. I'm like walking around, like seeing a PC in front of my face and stuck on the wall, and it's pretty neat. But. Yeah, I mean, for the the bundle I got was the 500 one that came with the camera, the move controllers, and the PlayStation Worlds. It's 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 cool, and worth it. Uh, as far as your interest for a little while, will it maintain? I don't know. I really don't know if it will or not. We'll, we'll have to see. What what about I'm use, still, Sorry, what about using it for a for a monitor for your Xbox? <laughs> I, I I think one of y'all are y'all that tried wanted me to do that and that yep. to be honest i never got around to do it but i will try to uh do it here uh this week for sure probably wednesday when i'm off next and uh i would definitely have to get back to you on that okay and uh you know leave a voicemail leave comments for you guys yeah i'm curious on that because it's one of those things where it'd be cool just so i could like lay on my like i said lay on my nice <laughs> comfy couch and you know on my back and have the have the thing there so pretty cool Mm-hmm. But thanks for the update and everything on that. I'm glad yeah, you no brought problem. that up, Wing. I, I forgot all about it. Yeah. All right. Well, is that it, guys? Is that everything? Yeah, I think so. I don't got nothing else. All right. Good. Well, thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody who came out and uh, the new follows and everything. We appreciate it. Uh, we will be back next Sunday at uh, 10 Eastern. So, with that, uh, Run BJ Swick 33. I'm Rob, also known as Prusar. Thanks for listening. I'm Mark, aka Wingman 709, taking off.
I'm Jason, a.k.a. Democulus. Have a good night, everybody.